Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of our second annual Halloween Screamathon. This is episode 17 of this awesome annual podcast. Uh, we are taking 31 of the, I don't know, like the varied gamut of horror, quotation mark horror. Uh, they'll be funny, uh, very scary, graphic, silly, stupid uh, Maybe types. Maybe even a little spooky. Yeah, hopefully there's a spooky <laughs> one in there somewhere. Uh, of just horror movies and um, different combinations of people are watching and laughing and reviewing it and being mad at it. Uh, and apparently making really, really bad puns. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, this is really fun. So this is our second time doing this and it's really good. So we went with a, is this, was this a you pick, Micah? Oh no. I thought it was. Was House on Haunted Hill you? Yeah, I think so. It's one of you two who've been talking about it for a while. Because we've been wanting to watch it. No, see, I thought it was somebody else that suggested it. No, it was your pick. I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I picked this before, I've never seen this movie, so... Even before October, I remember both of you guys kept like bringing it up. And I was like, I love that movie. We'll watch it at some point. And that day has come. (laughs) (laughs) We watched it. Yeah, so we watched the 99 remake and not the 1959 version. uh, Vincent Price is in the original one. Uh, Yeah! (laughs) Like, why do you talk like that? (laughs) That is true. (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh, if you don't know what House on Haunted Hill is about, a very creepy, assholey, rich person invites people to a very creepy, rich, scary place and tells him hey if you stay the whole night you get a million dollars and they're like that doesn't sound that tough and he's like well this place is full of fucking ghosts it's haunted like, as shit yeah this place <laughs> is super haunted <laughs> so uh yeah have fun and honestly it's not really have fun it's we're trapped in here it's so stay alive you're kind of forced to, <laughs> yeah you're kind of forced to do it and so um Different people are there for different reasons, and people that don't even want to be there to begin with are there, and so everyone's just trying to survive, and it's just just a very scary place. <laughs> so it's a little different from a lot of haunted house places, because usually a lot of them are like, hey, we're going into this place to investigate it, because it's weird, and we don't believe it. Oh no, I believe it. I believe all of it. Help. This one's uh-huh. like, a lot of them don't think that it's happening. Well, actually, no, they kind of got tricked to come there. They did, because he had a different guest list of people he was going to invite to his Uh, wife's birthday party. Yeah. And somehow the ghost changed the guest list. Hey, this is the second time we've seen a ghost use, like, internet to do stuff, because in Grave Encounters 2... Grave Encounters 2. Yeah, it was on YouTube. It had its own YouTube channel. (laughs) And it was linking... It was linking videos to people. Oh, man. Ghosts are... That was the best. Very handy. (laughs) Uh, I'm waiting for, like, I need a a movie with modern ghosts or, like, not actually haunting you, just asking you for your Wi-Fi password. Right. (laughs) Let me get that Wi-Fi password. Oh, what was it? I just want that Wi-Fi password. They're like, when we get older and we have ghosts just, like, haunting people, like, throwing out lyrics from, like, Cardi B songs. Just like, fuck, ah, man, yeah. go away, please. Why I mean, are you like, here? a 2007 ghost just asking, you know, don't ask questions. that Wi-Fi. Yeah. Right? So, uh, yeah. I loved, I loved the explanation for it. Like, partway through, they just kind of, just kind of jabbed something in there. Like, oh, yeah, well, the ghosts have been known to, you know, travel through the electricity and, and all that stuff. But it was just like, wait. What? There's so what? much... 
There's Wait, so much what? power in this house. Right, dude. how is the whole There's city of L.A. Them. just not fucked by these ghosts? <laughs> right? Hey, they should just be doing whatever they feel like. Yeah, why are they staying there? So, uh, does anybody have any, like, memories from the first time they watched it? This was a blockbuster renting I was going to say, on. yeah, it was definitely yeah. a blockbuster rental. Because at that Hell point, yeah. I was like 10? No, 12. I was 12 when this came out, so I was not watching this like, in rem- the theater. I don't remember the very first time I've seen this. I know it, went, it came on TV a lot. Like, yes. You know the old TBS TNT where they would just show movies all the time? Yeah. You yes. always remember it because it was always on. Yeah. All the same movies. AF. Oh, yeah. I was Hyper-edited. Nine. Well, this one in 13 Ghosts, I remember seeing those like all the time. They mm-hmm. cracked those And then out. Ghost Ship on Sci-Fi Channel yeah. <laughs> and stupid stuff. But I, I do remember this definitely being an, a uh, blockbuster rental because we would go every Friday night and get like three three movies and maybe a game. Yeah. Oh, no, it was always a game. So it was a movie my mom really wanted to see, so we'd be gone by then. One that we all wanted to see and then a movie, either some dumb stuff that we kids wanted to see or I got like two games mm-hmm. so it was just some combination but if it was like some good game I'm like I don't care about any movies this week I have Final <laughs> Fantasy 8 I will be back in three days uh, so yeah um, it's it's good um, like I said I've seen it's 1999 I've seen cooler stuff since then I will say the special effects were done by Gregory Nicotero do you know that name Micah? Mm-hmm. you should because he did Dawn of the Dead Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, they really cool dude. Tons of really good people behind them. Uh, they they do all the cool stuff like that. So people stuff falling apart. Yeah, and and I agree. the The risk of these big blockbuster horror movies is always that they're going to get overly CGI'd, and they definitely saved it for the end. But even when they did the CGI stuff, it didn't feel out of place. And they didn't overdo it. It was like there was an apparition or something, and it was like, okay, well, that needs to be CGI'd or else this isn't going to work. Yeah. But, you know, there were things like people's heads coming off and stuff where it was like, it wasn't overly gory. No. But there were things that, you know, you you see, and it was all practical. And it made sense. You know, it wasn't... It was really well done. The makeup department did a really, really phenomenal job. It was so practical to the point that when the CG did pop up, you're like, oh, man, it's so, like... At some points, it was just so blatantly different. I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, man, I kind of wish it was just... But then that would have been really hard to do. And back in the day, it would have been, like, claymation or, like, forced perspective. There was a second of claymation in this. Like, two seconds where that shit came out of the wall and it was, like, clearly a claymation hand. They, like made it a claymation hand that curled up. Right. Yeah. But that was the only use of claymation. It was when that dude got sucked, or girl, whoever yeah. got sucked into the wall. Yeah. 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 So, uh, that's the other thing. Thank you for bringing up a name. Uh, this movie has just about everybody in it. Uh, it looks like it's James Woods, but it's Jeffrey Rush. Apparently, yeah. they both look the same if you give them, like, a tiny little mustache. Really shitty angry man mustache. Yeah. Apparently he's based off of uh, John yeah. Waters. I could see that. He's made look like I could definitely see yeah. that. That's totally uh, he, his mustache needs to be a little thinner though. John Waters has like the saddest pencil yeah. mustache. Uh Famke <laughs> Jansen? Yeah. Uh-huh. Jansen. Yeah. Uh Tay Diggs. Johnson. Uh Allie Lauder, Bridget Wilson, Veronica Vaughn. Uh, <laughs> Peter <laughs> Gallagher and my boy Chris Catan. Uh, Chris Kattan. I forgot how much I loved him in this Mongo. movie. <laughs> dun, 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 uh, so yeah, dun. no, if you haven't seen it, uh, I'd give it a shot. 
uh, this is one of those ones that probably works better in a group. You can watch it by yourself, but you'd be like, oh. Maybe. <laughs> oh, you might be weird. very scared because yes. it was a little much. <laughs> because what Otis has failed to mention so far is that the scary part of this movie is because it takes place in an insane asylum. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This shit is in an abandoned Well, well usually when it's a haunted, haunted house, it's usually crazy people. An usually. abandoned, haunted, insane <laughs> asylum. Well, I mean, especially with the Grave Encounters. Yeah, Grave horrific. Encounters really capitalized. Oh, so on much that. horrific! Yeah, it was, it was a lot. So, uh, we'll break the limiters off of this. Like, what is that from? Some anime? Oh, like Rock Lee when he took off his weights when he took on Gara. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're taking the weights off, and so now we're gonna talk about the movie and just full spoilery action. Per, per, mm, there's a p word, future Otis. You know what word I'm trying to say. Um, so. Uh, in 1931, these patients, they only explain how they got out. Just one of them just got They just revolted. Yeah. They, they, just, they just straight up, somehow they knew, even though they were insane, uh, they knew that the doctors were just doing these awful, awful experiments yeah, on them. That's and true. And they revolted against them. Yeah. And so they just take over. And so before the inmates can just have complete control, the doctor, Dr. Vanicut? Vanicult? Cut? Vanicut. 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 Uh, Closes that bad boy down. And apparently there's just some sweet ass like lever that he has in just one room. And he just like quit it. <laughs> and the place gets locked down. And so all the crazy people are just locked inside. Kind of like in Nightmare on Elm Street. When Freddy's mom was locked down with all those crazy people over the weekend. And then he was born. Uh, so just <laughs> madness ensues on the inside. And five people actually survive. We'll talk about that number later. Vanicut. And so, in 1999, it goes forward, and so, uh, I'm going to use their names from other things, but you know who I'm talking about. But Jean Grey, she is the wife of, what, Barbosa? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Barbosa. Of Barbosa. And so, Barbosa is, like, this cool amusement park dude that, like, makes rides that, like... Are horrific. You think you're dying, and that's how you get to thrills. It'd be cool at first seeing like, oh, now I need that to be happy and again. <laughs> it's like I've done so much, I should be dead by now. Yeah. But like, like whole rides go off tracks, and you see it fly off in front of you. Like, oh my god, we're about to die in like ten seconds, and then the track yeah. fixes itself, and you're like, oh, that was awesome, yay! Uh, uh, the, awesome the rider is such in, a strong word. The rider in row three <laughs> keeps losing his arm. Well, turn him into a screamer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what a fucking mess. Yeah, so that's what he's going for, like pure terror, uh, like the yeah, I'm say, about to die kind to of To get up to the line of this roller coaster that breaks, you have to ride on an elevator with a fucking, like, uh, LCD bottom. screen yeah. bottom that you don't know is an LCD screen, just looks open. And as it's going up, they fucking Tower of Terror your ass and just, like, pretend that the shit on the top breaks... And you fucking think you're falling and gonna die into the bottom, into the earth. At like 50 miles an hour. At 50, you're just fucking dropping. And then, magically, you're at the top. Because CGI. Yeah, oh. Like, fuck that. And and cool cameo by, um, I got his, because I thought it was Cyclops. Oh, James Marster, Spike. There you yeah, go. Spike. From Buffy. And Buffy. Dragon Ball. Movie fame. Why would you say that? Because he's Piccolo in that shitty movie. I'll never forget that <laughs> he, he was, was in that He movie. was Brainiac in Smallville as well. Yes. So Ew, how dare you? I tell you that all the time. Every time James Marsters comes up, I tell you that. <laughs> so uh, it With that is. Top ramen hair. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so it's Jean Grey's birthday coming up, and so she wants to invite all her friends to a spooky place to have some fun. And Barbosa's like, nah, that's dumb. Why would I invite your friends? I'm going to invite some weird people that well, so was, I can do some weird stuff Well, he to was going to invite his friends or like a specific guest list. Yeah, and then torture them mentally because that's fun to do at, at your wife's birthday party. He's like, I brought my friends so I can just fuck with their brains all night. And then as he is about to send the email, you see that the computer turns back on and erases that list. Magic uh, ghost. So for no reason... Uh, it just erases and it adds new names. It's spooky ghost. Yeah, spooky ghost changed the the set the guest list, not set list. And so uh, we get the five guests that arrive. So we have a film producer Jennifer, a baseball player, ex baseball player Eddie, and then we have a former per, uh, TV personality and that's Veronica Vaughn, and Donald. He's a, a doctor, a physician. Blackburn. Yeah, and then Pritchett. And, see, and that's my boy Pritchett. He's just, he's there. He doesn't want to really be there. He's just kind of around. And so. He was the son of the guy who owned the insane asylum. Yes. And so he's the one just kind of inviting them in. And he's like, I'm not going in there because I have issues with that place. But I just need to get you there. I'm just going to push you in the door and I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. I just want my money. And so that's when the offer of the million dollars, if you survive all the way until morning, comes. And so Chris Kattan, Pritchett is like, I just want my money, man, so I can leave. And he's like, hey, I got a million bucks for you, too, if you want to stay. And he's like, yeah, cool, cool, cool. I don't care. I just want to leave. And lo and behold, the whole system, the security system to the entire crazy house turns on, and they're all locked in. And so everyone thinks that that's just Barbosa's plan. It's like, oh, you're just trying to mess with our heads. Chris Kattan's freaking out at this point. He wants to fucking leave because he doesn't want to be in there. And the whole time, Chris Kattan's like, oh, no, the ghosts are doing this. We are going to die in here. The ghosts are doing this. And no one believes them at first. And so, you know, just like in horror movies, there's always one, two people that kind of know what's up. And no one really believes them. And then a little bit further down the road, they're like, oh, no. Who could have seen this happen? They're like, maybe that crazy dude in the back that's been crying since, like, five minutes in. (laughs) (laughs) One's like, I don't want to be here. Like, why are you freaking out so hard? It's just a... Abandoned insane asylum. Why are you freaking out so much? An abandoned haunted insane asylum. Well, that, that, that adjective, they don't know about that, that word yet. And so uh, at this point, you find out that just about everybody's kind of lying about their reasoning there. Um, a few people, they actually took the spot of other people to get there. Uh, I want to say Jennifer. Jennifer took uh, her boss's spot. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, well, Eddie was fine. He was he was gonna go, and so uh, let me see the doctor. A little bit later, you find the doctor is in cahoots with people at this whole situation. It, it's it's a very twisty and turny. And then the baseball player at the end, he's like, "I shouldn't even be here. I was adopted." Right, the ghost yeah. is like, oh, "That wasn't in our notes. I'm I'm sorry. We didn't see that." Uh, but yes, uh, one by one, people start dying. Uh, Jean Grey, she gets electroshock therapy and just gets just destroyed and at this point Barbosa's mad because he didn't want his wife to die even though he threatens her on the daily that's kind of the, how to get off on it. yeah they're like I yeah. really want to kill you really bad and it's like well it's not necessarily how they get off they're just in a very unhappy relationship yeah it's very toxic uh, and so at this point no one can As trust all relationships with Dark Phoenix yeah uh, no one can trust anybody <laughs> at this point really well they weren't really trusting each other before 
Uh, so the Dr. Blackburn, he locks Price in this uh, saturation chamber with weird pictures on the walls that make you go crazy. Oh, and then, boy, does it, too. And then Price goes pretty cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Uh, but it's an absolute mess. And then you find out that Blackburn, the doctor, was actually in cahoots with Jean Grey. Lo and behold, Jean Grey didn't die. They, it was all a plan to get one of the Atropine? other guests. Atropine? Yes, because uh, he gave her... Made it look like she had a heart attack. Yes. Uh, it's all for the reasoning that they want one of the other guests to kill Price so they can get all his money. And then they mm-hmm. can make out and have sex on piles of piles of money. Uh, but apparently <laughs> Price why not? knew the whole time. It's, but what a twist. Yeah. <laughs> she stabs him and says, oh, sorry. Right? They're like, wait, so he isn't dead yet? They're like, no. They're, they're like really close to killing him? They're like... That won't do. We need dead bodies here. I have a plan. You might not like it. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> and in, in just, Oh, no. Who <laughs> killed the doctor? Right? Uh, so it's an absolute mess. This is very much a... It feels like the plot of an older type movie because it's very twisty oh, and turning. It's a remake of a 50s right? movie. So. <laughs> it feels very twisty and turning. When, I was, when we were watching it, I was just like, damn, this is... Very old school, like, no, I brought these people here, so I have an alibi. It's like, kill my husband. Actually, one of you would kill my husband. And then husband's like, I knew the whole time, and I'm going to kill you. And I'm like, oh, shit. So, it's like a drama. It, it's a soap opera with ghosts. <laughs> and a gun. Multiple guns. Lots of guns. Uh, so, this is a mess. And so, Price gets shot, like, 500 times by one of the guests. And then, lo and behold... He had a bulletproof vest on because he knew someone was going to shoot the fuck out of him. (laughs) There's all this shit happening, like windows crashing on them. Oh, true. uh, The the walls are shaking and stuff, and it turns out he's a special effects, like, mastermind. You know, it goes along with his theme park ideas. And he has a a dude working behind the scenes. And so he goes back and he's like, wait, why'd you do that? I didn't have that set up. I didn't know you were going to do that. It's like, I didn't, I didn't do that. That yeah. wasn't me. I don't know right. what you're talking about. I'm eating a sandwich. I don't know what you're talking about, man. Comes like, back the next time. Oh, that poor man. Yeah, his face was just... He, he Someone had, took a melon baller to that poor melon. That poor man's yeah. face had three teeth and a chin yeah. and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> and his hat. So, at this point, Price is extra super duper mad because he got shot 500 times. But he's like, I'm fucking... What's his first name? Mr. Price? Yeah, Stephen. Stephen He's Price. like, I'm Stephen H. Price, goddammit. I knew someone would try to kill me. People always try to kill me. And he takes his blue vest off, and he's like, hey, Dark Phoenix, now I'm for real going to kill you. <laughs> you I'm going to do whatever like, Now I get what you were trying to say. Yeah, now I'm going to kill the fuck out of you, <laughs> and I'm going to enjoy it. But the truth is, I loved your money. Right? Your money is so hot. So I fucking called that shit oh, on that yeah. line when she's like, "Do you want to know the truth?" Oh, I've oh. always loved your money. <laughs> <laughs> your money. Your money. So, uh, like Price, like just chunks her, like yeets her. He says, "This wife's empty." Yeet, and chunks her through a wall. <laughs> And then, lo and behold, the whole time you, you hear this rumbling at a door, and it's just like the ghost is like, man, I'm ready to get the fuck out of here and kill some people. It's just like, it's been slightly fucking with them, 
And the ghost of the main doctor is walking around cutting people up and dragging their bodies different angles. But, like, the main super-duper ghost is like, man, open the door, tag me in, coach. He's like, I want to kill some people. And as the yeeting of Evelyn through the wall depicts, the ghost is like, sweet, I'm free. Num, 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 num. Eats up Dark Phoenix. And then it's like, hey, dude, that looks like uh, James Woods. I'm coming to eat you. (laughs) (laughs) And James Woods starts running for his life. And at this point, James Woods kind of wants to be a good guy. He's like, I don't want to die now. Well, he freaks out because he... (laughs) He thought he was masterminding all this yeah. crazy stuff because he wanted to freak everybody out. And then he's like, wait a minute. This isn't my doing. Hold and it's not her doing fun. because she just died. <laughs> all right. I'm scared. Oh, this you place. Got, oh, my God. Oh, you got me. When he comes out and it was a total Barbosa moment. Like, this is, this is far before Pirates of the Caribbean. But... When he comes out, right, like a handful of years, and by that I mean like a couple of fingers worth. But um, when he comes out to the chick and he's like, run! I was like, oh, fuck. That was such a Barbosa-ish moment. Yeah. He's like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so at this point, um, the group has gotten shaved down to Pritchett, Price, Eddie, and Sarah. And so they're trying their best to stay alive. Uh, everybody else has gotten their asses chopped up in little pieces. And so, sadly, at this point, this is where our, my boy Pritchett gets killed because he opens the door for Price because the ghost thing is right behind him, about to eat him up. And Price dives out the way. And then the ghost thing eats up Pritchett. And I was like, no, he just wanted to go home. <laughs> he didn't want to be there. He owned the house. Yeah. He didn't want to be there. <laughs> And so it's now Price, Eddie, and Sarah. They, uh, but there's also another thing. The reason why all of these specific oh, people yeah. were scooped up was because you know you always you when it comes to haunted houses or asylums or anything like that, it's always an investigative team who's trying to you know do this. But the house was investigating them the whole time. <laughs> oh my god! Because turns out that each one of them is connected to the founders of the insane asylum. Yes, the not, one people not the founders, the five megalomaniacs who lived. Yeah, yeah. Nah, they were in cahoots. Yeah. <laughs> so the ones that kind of got away, the ghosts revenge. were like, "Well, we'll yeah, we'll get our revenge through your children." In their dreams. <laughs> and, Cats out of the bag, guys. And so the darkness is scooting up the stairs. Eddie and Sarah realize that there is some... Actually, Barbosa figures out that there's a little lever to open up the window as he breaks a thing and says, fuck that, and chunks it and just hits a button. And he's like... So much for your PhD in physics. Yeah, right? Engineering. Physics. Engineering, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And so the windows open. Uh, Sarah hops through, and Eddie is on his way through, and it closes. And so Eddie is faced right in front of the giant, scary, dancing, naked lady monster ghost thing. It was just superimposed pictures of naked ladies dancing, and then they just put billions of them on each other. Put a face on top. And then yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, Yeah, I read that and I looked. I was like, it is just naked ladies dancing. (laughs) I'll be dipped. And so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Eddie tells the ghost, he's like, "Hey, man, I'm not even supposed to be here. It's supposed to be my day off. I'm not supposed to be at work today, but I'm adopted, man. Like, I'm not even connected to these assholes. <laughs> I don't even like these dudes." And so the window opens back up, and 
Uh, El Barbosi sacrifices himself to save them. He actually pulls a face turn at the end, kind of. Well, well, Chris Catan's character. Yeah, Chris Catan. Well, his ghost, his, his spooky death. ghost is like, nah, Who's I'm the, the hero of this story. Yeah, he opens the window and Tay Diggs hops through. And so now they're on the outside. And then, hey, the money came out with them. So now they have $5 million. And now they just got to find a way down. Because they're at like, yeah, the top of the building. Yeah, I was going to say, and now they're stuck <laughs> in this ledge at the very top of this building overlooking a gigantic cliff to the ocean. Yeah. And yeah. all the the windows are sealed shut. So, But now they probably have cell service. So, But Maybe. Um, I know they said someone's coming that morning to at open 9:30. it up. Yeah, so they just got to wait. And then everything open up. I wouldn't want to go back through it. But it's daytime. But are they going to go up into that park? Because it looked awful dusty. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. But you can just yell at them and get like fire trucks out there to get them <laughs> hey. down. <laughs> What's your name? How do you guys? <laughs> hey, we're stuck. Toby. Help. Fuck you, Toby. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, it, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. It, it was a, a, it fast-paced because a lot of these like 90s, early 2000s scary movies... It's like hour and a half. They get the shit in. Like I said, I forgot what episode it was. Oh, uh, dang, I can't remember which one. It's like they brought their shit, opened the briefcase of shit, showed you the shit, closed it, and then left. And that's the movie. So it's like we ain't got time to be explaining all this extra stuff. Like here's the shit. Oh, scary, right? Bye. And then they leave <laughs> hour and a half later. Um, but a good one. I enjoyed House on Hill, and it was it was a good blast from the past to watch again. I was like, I haven't seen this in forever. Mm. So it was very enjoyable. So, uh, what was everybody's favorite character in House on Hill? My favorite character was Pritchett. That was um, Chris Kattan's character. I really appreciate the character in scary movies, if you haven't noticed already. I mean, we're on like our 90th something episode. Um, I really appreciate the character who, no nonsense, from the start is like, I don't want to fucking be here. (laughs) This is a horrible plan. Why the fuck are we doing this? And consistently throughout the movie, never changes their mind. They're like, no, why are we doing this? We need to get the fuck out. And Pritchett was that character the entire time. He knew that place was haunted when it started, and he was like, give me my fucking money so I can fucking leave. Like, I ain't trying to be here. Yeah. And then he got screwed and had to stay and, like, eventually ended up sacrificing himself, or not sacrificing, but dying, and then helping them at the end. So he was my favorite character. All right. Oh, go ahead. I'll jump on the Pritchett train for Uh, all those reasons right there. <laughs> I was gonna say I know he's the consensus pick. He's he's gonna be the crowd favorite. But I was gonna say Tay Diggs' character. Uh, he was also he really was good. He was my the runner most up. cynical, yeah. and he's like, man, I'm just here for the money. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. just here for the money. This is all fake. There's no, there, you know, the the clips welded shut. There's no real bullets and all this stuff. And he he just always seemed to have his head on his shoulders. Yeah. But he was also looking out for everybody at the same time. Even from the very beginning, when the window the window fell and he jumped in the way to push uh, Jean Grey out of the way. Push Jean Grey out of the way. Oh wow. But yeah, uh, he he just seemed the most com- uh, put together character yes. throughout the whole story. Yeah, for and sure. And big ups, Tay Diggs. You're one of the few black people that made it to the end of the movie. Yeah. You were threatened many times. And I'm not gonna it. lie. Whenever that trope comes up, I always think back to that movie. Yeah, I always think back because for some reason I remember him making a comment about that <laughs> in, in at the end of the movie. <laughs> 
I don't. I, I I might have been remembering it wrong, but that's the one one thing that comes up in yeah. my mind every single time. Yeah, this movie and uh, Jeepers Creepers too. That one always makes me smile because a black dude makes it. There's a uh, there's a handful. Deep Blue Sea. Um, I still know what you did last summer. Brandy made it to the end. God, she looked it. like she I, got I murdered. Seen that movie in so long. <laughs> That's the only reason I remember, just because that moment I was like, "Oh shit, she made it to the end! Yay, you're part of that small list." Uh, but no, um, just like uh, Micah said, because I am on the Pritchard train. Uh, I love Chris Kattan when he's not hamming it up a little too hard. Uh, he's amazing, uh, but he was great because he'd be me. I'm like, man, my like dad owned this and he died in here. I don't like it here. Give him money. I yeah. don't. He walked to me and hand me the check. I don't want to go in here. And then yeah. the door locked. I'm like, I hate everybody here. I don't want <laughs> to be here. Y'all don't understand. There are ghosts now in this I never room. get to leave. Right? Great. There are ghosts in here. You don't understand. Uh, Eddie was good. For some reason, I, in my head, young me had him built up as like more of like the hero one. Like he did save a lot of people and like kind of be in charge. Mm-hmm. But like, I didn't have him as cynical in my head. Like, because I haven't seen this in decades mm-hmm. and I was like oh he's not as heroic in my head I guess young me but he was very like I don't get it he had like all this world knowledge of what yes. to deal with like he was he, he knew that once her name was being uh, not Melissa what, what's the other girl Sarah Sarah yeah, he knew she was being fake and she's like oh, yeah. he's like stop it yeah <laughs> you, you're, you're no CEO of some high senior VP whatever you 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 know they don't know how to rewire a whole fucking electrical grid of yeah, a that's building true. like what like, you're way too capable who are you <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh, who's everybody's least favorite character oh mine forever Phoenix yeah I was gonna say I the same thing I cannot fucking stand her in anything that she does. And I'm sorry, Famke Janssen, I'm sure you're an incredible actress, but literally every character that you play makes me want to stab myself. And I can't stand you in any movie that I've ever seen you in, and I'm sorry. Yep. The end. There you go. No, I, I totally agree. I think this is going to be a very consensus pick movie, even though there were a good amount of characters to choose from. Oh, like, yeah. You, you There's know, a whole lot of we had We had I a mean, lot of them, but... Peter Gallagher's character was garbage. But yeah. Phoenix was more so garbage. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything really else to add on to there except for she's just a really shitty human being in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Katie said, in real life, I'm sure she's fine. But I'm, I'm probably going to go with actually the doctor. Um, I remember as a kid, I oh, didn't like enough. him. Yeah. Because, Peter uh, honestly, my honorable mention... That's what I said. ...was... Um, it was actually Price. I like Price. He's crazy as fuck, but he actually yeah. wasn't that terrible of a person. He yeah. was trying to give his wife the benefit of the doubt, even uh, though he was trying yeah. to fuck with her and her friends. Yeah. Like, like, you know, and he's then he's like, Man, you, you fucking, you're cheating on me. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, you know, he had a bulletproof vest on. He, he had, he tried to plan it out as best he could. He's like, someone's going to shoot me tonight. So let me put this bulletproof vest on. I will get shot at some point. And he's like, I'm Stephen fucking Price, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, but honorable mention, when I was a kid, I liked him too. He was just crazy as fuck. But um, yeah, I'm going to go with the doctor. He was poop. And I remember as a kid, I, didn't, I never liked him either. So when I saw Peter Gallagher, I was like, oh, you are the doctor. He's like, damn, I can't remember what you do, but I'm not a big fan. And then he, when he put Price in that thing and just like turned it on, I was like. He reminds me, he kind of reminds me of the, the friend from uh, Tusk. Yes. Who doesn't want to help his friend because he's in love with his girl. Yeah. 
It's just like, oh, you did that extra thing, and now you're a piece of shit. I yeah. Was like, oh, that's hey, crap. Hey, Joel Osment or whatever. Yes, yes, it yeah. was. Okay, so uh, seven word synopsis. So I have two, and mine are kind of connected. Uh, poor Chris Kattan just wanted his money. <laughs> and then if they just believe Pritchett at the beginning, I guess I could probably do another seven afterward. But if they just listen to him in front, they're like, hey, there's ghosts in here? Like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> All right, I got one. Uh, here, in El- uh, here in Los Angeles, house haunts you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Like, is it cheaper? Like, right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Sweet, I'll go in. <laughs> Sanitarium of slaughter. Sugar puss's Nazgul looking ass. <laughs> She's a sugar puss. They do say that. <laughs> she does look like a Nazgul. She looked that CGI at the end when I it's like stop when laughing. it's like a ghost. Oh well, you don't, did you watch Lord of the Rings? No. Not really. I wasn't really into it. I fell it's, asleep it's, during the third one. Hey, I fell asleep through the first oh, well, one. That's, <laughs> it's but the, from that. the video the old video game for the second one was yeah. excellent. It's one of the best games ever. Yeah. Okay, well an Oswald's from Lord of the Rings. Ah, yes. gotcha. <laughs> You'll see it eventually. It's like a dementor, yeah, we'll but it has a sword. Watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, and it rides on like this ghastly black dragon looking thing. It's yeah. intense. And they're, terrifying. And they're it like, is terrifying. That's <laughs> what why it looks and like. And they're toxic to women and they got his ass kicked by a woman. Yeah. yeah. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, no dude can beat me. She's like, I'm a chick. And yeah. he's like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> My only weakness. How'd you know? <laughs> the yeah. So at some point, oh, Phoenix <laughs> is being a bitch to uh, Barbosa and she calls him Sugar Puss as like a term of endearment, but she says it like hella snarky because they actually hate each other. And that was fucking hilarious. So. Oh, it was phenomenal. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, and they name. In the the sanitarium of slaughter actually comes from the beginning of the movie because yep. they are doing like some news report of it and mm. they call it the sanitarium of slaughter. Yeah, it was Lisa so. Loeb. Yeah, yeah, it was dope. All right, mine are not for all the money in the world. Mm-hmm. Act. And then yep. looks like someone's trailer park is showing because that quote was great. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then Barbosa and Jean Grey need their couples therapy. Yeah. And then haunted house Hella has homies horrifically harassed. Wow. (laughs) Hella. Hella. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this movie came out October 29th, eh, 1999. What'd you got? Jean Grey pulls another dark phoenix again. You could have just put a curse word in there to add space. But yeah, that worked too. Uh, So, October 29th, 1999. Uh, How much you guys think the budget for this film was? There was a lot of famous people in this movie. 7.2. Dollar we do. 20. Quite a bit of CGI. I'm going to go 25. Dollar we do. You said 7.2. 7.2. And Katie? 25. 25. Micah wins. The budget was $19 million. Damn, I won! Are you serious? I missed it by fucking one? Yeah, that's why I looked and I was like, wait. It's, you know, it's, I hate them it's all. shocking to me that Hollywood puts so much money behind these horror movies that don't turn around and make much money off of them anyway. Well, you would think, like, October, famous people, because, what, Tay Diggs, they've done, what, 
Rent at this point? Well, no. Mm-mm. Oh, it was before Rent. Oh, wow. Well, he had done Rent on Broadway, but he hadn't done Rent as a movie. Tay, but, like, you know, Tay Diggs, but Tay was, Diggs like, was a big name. No, not, not in 1999. This was, like, his first credit. Yeah. This was before he was... Do- he had done Rent on Broadway and some other shit on Broadway, and, like, this was his first movie. Yeah. Same with, like, Barbosa hadn't done... Well, I don't know what he had done prior not to... Not much. Pirates of the Caribbean, but his big break was Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, Jean Grey, like, X-Men wasn't until 2000, I think, so she wasn't big until the next year. True. Chris Kattan was big on Saturday Night Live already, but he wasn't, like, the main character or broadcast as, like, the guy to go see in this movie. And Ali Larder was, like, not even known yet. Final Destination hadn't come out yet, so no one knew who she was. Pirates was also four years after this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, but yeah. Jeffrey Rush had probably oh, done yeah. things prior, or yeah, prior to this movie. Oh yeah, for sure, because he's, he's like, like British and in his forties, fifties. Yeah. So like, I'm sure he'd done a whole bunch of things, but nothing that I can think of off the Shakespeare top of my Shakespeare in Love. Yeah, yeah, nothing. He was literally one of the back people. Shakespeare. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, how much do you think the box office for House on Hunted Hill was? 25. <laughs> 25. 38. 38. Micah? 47. 47. Well, <laughs> fortunately, Micah, you should have yeah. stayed on the dick train and just added a point five from Katie's. But box office was forty point eight. Should have just Damn. hopped on that and be like one dollar, bub. <laughs> what was Katie's bet? Add a dollar to that. That's my bet. <laughs> Don't even ask for it. Like whatever, just just put plus one on mine. Uh, but yeah, uh, the movie made 40, $40 million dollars. So I mean, it made money. It made money. I mean, shit. Yeah, it, it's an investment and it worked. Was there so, a second I mean, one? Yes. yes, there was. Uh, straight to DVD, I believe. Yeah. So it eh, probably wasn't that good. Huh. I didn't. I, I didn't was watch. today years old when I learned that Tay Diggs and was married to Idina Menzel for a small time. Yes. I mean, not a small time. 11 years. I am stunned you that are, I have not you are told stunned? you this. Oh, okay. When you were I was going to say. I am 90% sure that I told you that. Told what? I'm that missed. Tay Diggs and Idina Menzel were married for like oh, yeah, they have 11 kids. years. Yeah. yeah. They met on private practice. Mm-hmm. Or no, they didn't. They met in rent. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> they met in rent, but they married around the time that he was on private practice. Yeah. And they also got divorced, like, at, right after private practice ended. And now she's dating another guy from rent, or married to another guy from rent, who was also the voice of, the singing voice of Maximus Goof from a Goofy movie, yep. Aaron Lord. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, if you have any more Tay Diggs fun facts, you can tweet us at... Allentown Pod. We have an email, it is... AllentownPresents at gmail.com. Our Facebook is... Allentown Presents. Uh, thank you, Studio Fitas, for your artwork. It's great. Um, I'm excited. Um, I don't want October to end. I kind of feel like Rebecca Black in her song. She's like, I don't want the weekend to end. Uh, but when we get through October, we have some cool artwork for Spooky Movie Squad afterward. But thank you for the Salty Terrell. It looks really cool. Um, thank you. If this is your first episode, hey. Welcome aboard. Uh, you should go back and watch some more. Uh, this is a good one. <laughs> there's a lot of jokes and stuff and laughs and things. But there's some good ones before uh, if you've been here since the first one. Good to have you back. So, uh, like always, we'll be back 
tomorrow with another episode. We have tons more. Yeah, I can't tell you the number because it's a secret. But we are getting <laughs> dangerously close to the 100th episode. Uh, that one will have a really cool intro that is... I actually haven't counted how much time it is. A but year. It's, it's, no, the intro. Oh, okay. The length of it. It's going to be before the episode starts. Uh, really cool intro to it. I might actually do it separate and just put it up and have a cool little thing. I need. I want an intro like Alfred Hitchcock when he do his presents, like that. I want to have that and then just like good evening. Uh, but yes, it'll have a really cool intro. Hundred episodes of scary movies, and then you know plus the eight hundred episodes we've just done of normal things here, because uh, we make at least five episodes a week. Because yep. that's what we do here. We're hard workers, guys. Yeah. Like and our real jobs busy. too. Yeah, yes. we're just busy assholes. So, like always, thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back very soon tomorrow with another episode. Okay, bye guys. Bye. Toots.